Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Funtime Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I am another one of your hosts, Honey Beam. Today we are looking at Gamera vs. Giron from 1969. The literal title is Gamera Taidai Kaiju Giron. Gamera vs. Giant Evil Beast Giron. Daikaiju just means giant monster, not evil beast necessarily. Not necessarily evil. Fifth entry in the Gamera film series. Just one year after Gamera vs. Virus. And it was released by American International on television under the title Attack of the Monsters. And it will be followed next year by Gamera vs. Jiger or Jiger. It is directed by Noraki Yuasa, who did most of the Gamera movies. 82 minutes. The budget was 24 million yen. There's no box office listed. Bummer. We have Nobuhiro Kajima as Akai, Christopher Murphy as Tom, Miyuki Akiyama as Tomoko, Yuko Hamada as Kuniko, Iji Funakoshi as Dr. Shiga, and Kono Omura as Kondo. Which one was Kondo? What was, was he the cop or was Kuniko? Kondo is the, Kondo is the police officer. Okay, then who's Kuniko? Doesn't who are the it doesn't list the two ladies. Is is one of them Kaniko? Maybe I was what is the little girl's name? Tomiko's the little girl. Says she's a Japanese volleyball player. I wonder if that's just <laughs> sometimes Wikipedia links to someone with the same name who's not the same person. No, this is someone <laughs> different because she was born in nineteen eighty four. It's not the same person, Wikipedia. They just have the Good same try. name. Good try. Yeesh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, I thought she was adorable. Same. But yeah, it doesn't tell me who the two space ladies are. That's weird. The space babes. <laughs> two space babes. Yeah, uh, cannibal space babes. Cannibal babes from outer space. <laughs> Still hot. Sure. I just finished watching that this morning. Uh, I've been featured on Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's where I first saw it. If you Thanks. folks want to watch it, it's on Amazon prime all right let's just dive into this plot i guess dive right in this is from wikipedia thank you wikipedia while scanning the skies through their telescopes two young boys akio and tom spy a flying saucer descending into a nearby field so we've got another two panchito movie but it's not the same two panchitos from the last movie Uh, yes (laughs) i don't know why they didn't just reuse the guys from the last movie we once again have a little Japanese oh. boy and a little American boy. I thought it would have been uh, nice to... Same thing. It, same. I thought it would have been nice to have those guys back. But uh, I guess Gamera saves you and then you never hear from him again. <laughs> Maybe they just thought it would be too much to believe that the same thing would happen to the same two boys. Yeah, maybe so. Because it, it is a little similar. 
Anyway, they spy a flying saucer. I mean, it is the same, but it's different enough to like yeah. not to to be good and not be the same movie. Okay. So, uh, stunned, bewildered, and amused, they tell Akiko's Akio's mother what they have seen, but she dismisses their story as childish nonsense. The next day, we, the two we, boys. We don't, we don't start with the kids, right? Don't we start with like we find like there's some like adults like talking about aliens and other planets and i think there's a press conference or something with the scientists and they're mm -hmm. talking about picking up these waves from outer space and listing all the places that they could not have come from <laughs> yeah. because later on i guess the kids read about it in the newspaper or something because later on they say oh this must be where the, the waves, waves. Are, yeah. are coming mm -hmm. from uh, so yeah, you're right. It does it does start with that. The next day, the two boys with Akio's younger sister Tomoko in tow cycle to the site to investigate, and they have this little bicycling music. It is so it's so funny. The music, like the but I remember it because on the MST they sang words to go with it about we like to ride our bicycles. Aw, cute. Yeah. In, uh, enthralled, Akio and Tom managed to... Hold on, my printer's making noises. Enthralled, Akio and Tom managed to steal into the spaceship, but then without warning, the ship takes off because aliens design their ships badly. Leaving Tomoko behind. It's so funny, too, because whenever they're, like, talking about it, he's like, you messed with the, or the, and the guy's like, you ordered me to, and then he's just yes. like, mm, like, sad, mm, pouty face. Yes, he's like, it's true, <laughs> I did. Yeah, they try to blame each other, it doesn't go well. Uh, <laughs> so the poor, I would have liked it if Tomoko went with them, because she was my favorite. But then, like, no one would. They'd just be like missing children and there would be no one to yeah. not believe. <laughs> right. It soars into outer space toward a field of asteroids, which sends the boys into a panic. Uh, there's also a part with them telling the policeman about this, I think. Mm-hmm. Because we meet him earlier. Yeah, it's really sweet, too. Because he, like, yeah. tries to be, like, he's grumpy to them and they're like, ah, what a grump. But then when they walk away, he, like, giggles and you can see that he's just a good guy and he just enjoys <laughs> messing with the, messing yeah. with the kids. <laughs> and he's the only one that believes Tomoko. Mm -hmm. uh, later, and she thanks him. <laughs> However, yeah. Gamera, obviously aware of the boy's plight, appears and clears a path for the ship through the asteroids. Yeah, one of them's heading right towards him, and then Gamera headbutts it, and it splits in two. The spaceship flying near the speed of light leaves Gamera behind and transports the boys to an unknown planet. Well, it also seemed like Gamera was trying to stop them. Yeah, he gets in their way and tries to stop their progress. Mm -hmm. And as they speed off, he's shaking his head no. It seems like he doesn't want to go where they're going. I think that it's just that the, I think he's just like, no, come back, don't go. <laughs> and I, cause he, they realize the boys realize at some point and they say like, oh, we're being remote controlled. Like yes. someone is like remote controlling the spaceship because like of the way they're mm -hmm. going around gammies and stuff. Yeah. And I was so happy to see a tiny toy spaceship. Like right out the <laughs> gate in this movie. As soon as they see the time, I'm like, yay, tiny toy spaceship. Here we go. Welcome back to your regularly scheduled program. Tiny yeah. toy spaceship. <laughs> so they go to a unknown planet 
where it lands on the outskirts of an alien city. Suddenly, a silver space geos appears, menacing the ship and the two young boys. Just before the creature attacks, a second bizarre monster whose head resembles a buoy knife emerges from an underground lair. There's this river, and the river starts flowing upstream, and then mm-hmm. a hatch opens under the river. I don't know why they didn't just have a door to let him out of. A hatch opens under the river, and the monster, the knife-headed monster, comes out and attacks Space Gaos. I love how Space Gaos goes from, like, tiny toy Space Gaos to, like, man in rubber suit. (laughs) It's so funny and, like, just so quick. Yeah. And then what follows is the most brutal fight we have seen so far in any of these movies. It is insane. Especially because this feels like one of, like, the sweetest kid movies that we've seen, like, so far. They really kind of made this one a very, like, kid-oriented. And then, boom, we just see this, like, (laughs) this really brutal fight. It could have been worse. There could have been a lot of gushing blood, and there wasn't. (sighs) So Space Gaius emits a beam that reflects off the new creature's blade-shaped head and cuts off his own right leg. (laughs) After the Space Gaius attempts to retreat, the knife-headed creature lunges and chops off Space Gaius's left wing. Wing slice! Before cutting off its right wing. Right wing slice. <laughs> he then cuts the hapless space gaos's head off and oh. brutally cuts his body into smaller pieces before retreating back into his lair. But it's worse than that. First, he laughs. He laughs. It's very like Bowser, Mario. <laughs> it's not just that he's doing his job to be a watchdog he is enjoying it yeah and little gaios's little tongue <sighs> but you know you find find something you love and you'll never work a day in your life <laughs> oh my gosh oh yeah it is brutal yeah the only thing that would have made it worse is if he was actually gushing blood from each of these cuts there's a little bit of blood but not and it's monster blood so it's like purple yeah Akio and Tom explore a portion of the alien city and meet the planet's only inhabitants two beautiful women named Barbella and Florbella, <laughs> who explain their planet is known as Terra and orbits the sun directly opposite the Earth, which is why it's never been discovered by Earth's astronomers. This is a thing in science fiction, the counter-Earth theory, and there's probably some crackpots out there that believe it's true. Well, I mean, you believe that there's, like, alien life and, like, life outside of our planet do are you asking me yeah i believe there likely is i don't believe any Mm -hmm. of it's been here Mm -hmm. but i don't believe that there's a earth on the other side of the sun twin planet yeah yeah we would have detected even if we couldn't see it we would have detected its gravitational influence Mm, okay that's how we um that's how we discovered it was either neptune or uranus something with another orbit was off and somebody calculated, well, there must, it seems like there must be something else exerting a gravitational influence. And if that's true, then if we look here, we should see something. There it was. That was a, (laughs) (laughs) that's how science works. Science. And so, yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, they discovered that planet just from observations of another planet. So, yeah, I think we would have detected some. There'd be some anomaly that we couldn't explain that would only be explained by the presence of this Mm counter-Earth. 
but also due to the elliptical orbit, I'm not sure if it being in the exact same orbit, I don't know how well yeah. that would work. Or like how, yeah, if it makes sense. I wasn't sure myself. If it were in a perfectly circular orbit, then that would work perfectly fine. But I'm not sure if, if the elliptical orbit would affect that at all. It seems like at some point we'd be able to see it. Hmm. So, but, you know, I'm not good at <laughs> space math, so <laughs> I can't say for sure. Anyway, these two chicks. These two space babes with great eyebrows. They have extreme space eyebrows. Furthermore, well, Terra is expacing, is uh, facing extinction. Not only is the planet growing cold, but the space geos are taking it over. There's an infestation of these fuckers. And the two women are the last of their kind. <laughs> the knife-headed monster, which the Terrans call Giron, is their last defense against the space geos. Geoses? Geosai? Barbella and Florbella suddenly incapacitate Tom and Akio and put them into restraints. So why did they send this ship? Oh, I think they said something about a bunch of ships evacuating, mm -hmm. but I guess they didn't make it to where they were trying to go. And they detected one of the ships and called it back. Mm -hmm. And at that point, the boys were already inside. Yeah, I think there's two aliens wandering around Earth. Same. The ship crashed. The ship crashed. There's no body. They got out, and it only holds two people. The, you could cram more in there, though. <laughs> They're like, we made it. At one point, there's like, well, it only takes two people. There's two chairs, but you can fit more in. Anyway, I think they crashed, got out, went exploring, and then got eaten by bears or something, or stole some clothes, or who knows what. Got eaten by bears. And when they came back, their ship was gone. Because it was only it. there for a day. Where did we park was, the ship? Yeah. It was only there times. for a day. It's like in Star Trek. Everyone remember where we parked. Anyway, they they incapacitate Tom and Akio and put them in restraints. Using their super technological devices, the alien women probe the boys' minds in the process learning about Gamera and his soft spot for children. And we get another clip show. But they don't put them like in actual restraints. It's like in like they put them in this room and they're like okay boy hang out and and the and tom is like hey hey what are you doing are you okay what's wrong and she's like annoyed with her. she like freezes tom but they're not actually in any sort of restraints yeah. yet until later when they're no. knocked out when they've drunk with sleepy powder yeah uh so we get another clip show of gamma saving a bunch of kids it is revealed that the terran women are cannibals <laughs> uh, that plan to feed on the boys brains in order to absorb their knowledge they just scan their brains. It seems like they could get their knowledge without eating them. Yeah, but she talks about how she talks about how it's like how um, I think she says bacteria maybe how it evolves There's on a this planet. Part that makes like no eating. sense. Yeah, she says this is how bacteria evolves. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That has nothing to do with <laughs> you eating their brains. I think maybe that was a translation issue. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was a translation <laughs> issue. But yeah, they're like, there's only room for, the ship only carries two, but we'll bring them along as food. Uh, in preparation to extract Akio's brain for their nourishment, the woman shaved the child's head. On a rescue mission, Gamera lands on Terra in search of the boys. So they lock him in this like little pyramid thing 
that mm-hmm. conveniently has a little hole cut in the top. It's there's a like a sort of upside down bowl over top that I guess is the brain extractor. Mm-hmm. And there's a hole in the top of it, the thing where his head pokes out. And then she pulls out a sort of space gun <laughs> raise, electric Sorry. razor. It yeah, has like the clipper. same design as her gun gun, but it's a but it's electric clippers instead. <laughs> I love that. That made me laugh so hard. Uh, yeah. This is this is obviously not their first rodeo. They have done this yeah. before. <laughs> yep. This might be why they're the only two left. Yeah. Like it's not the it's not the Gaioses that ruined our civilization. It was all the cannibalism. So Gamera lands on Terra in search of the boys. The women deploy gear on. So maybe they really did just pull ahead of him really fast. And it just took this long for him to catch up. The women deploy Giron to attack the giant turtle. Giron plans to cut Gamera in half, but Gamera grabs one of his front legs and bites it. Giron tries to shake off the towering tortoise, wrapping his tail onto a monolith. Gamera throws Giron into a canyon, causing his knife head to be stuck. Oh, yeah. Monster fight, motherfuckers. <laughs> Gamera uses his flame breath on Giron. Giron uses his shurikens to penetrate Gamera's cheeks. Are these his stars? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shurikens are th- throwing stars. Okay. But he, he has these little circular indentations in the side of his head on each side that have two throwing stars attached to them that he can just launch. And, and then call back. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, man. Gamera, so he's probably the weirdest monster so far, but maybe he was constructed, although he does have a mind of his own. I don't know. Gamera tries to heal his wounds by grabbing ice-like boulders. Giron uses his shuriken again, and this time Gamera uses a long boulder to ricochet the shurikens. It's it's like a stalagmite. He grabs a stalagmite and uses it like a bat to hit them back into Giron's body. Giron trudges away while Gamera tumbles into a lake unconscious and on his back. No, not a tortoise on his back. No. Tom wakes up. So they put, they uh, drugged their food. She first did computer nice. programming to spit out some computer cards that then had the recipes or something. Because she tells the other girl, here, take these cards and make the food on them. So I don't know if she had to plug them into another computer or, or a, a replicator of some kind. They didn't go into it. Tom wakes up and manages to free Akio, but during their escape attempt, unintentionally releases Giron. <laughs> no, yeah, because he had crawled back into his thing, kind of fell into his into, hole. I into think. his hole. No longer, yeah, no longer under the aliens' control. Giron rampages through the Terran city, even attacking his own mistresses. Oh, there was a whole thing they left out about these little teleportation booths that are all over the place, and. The, Kids, at one point, they, when they first see the Geoses, they try to teleport away and accidentally teleport closer <laughs> and then have to back up. And they briefly trap the girls in a teleportation loop, but then they and they think by breaking the controls, they'll trap them, but they it doesn't work. They come back to where they started. So let's see, even attacking his own mistresses as they attempt to flee to Earth. Yeah, they get in the ship and start to go, and he cuts it in half. <laughs> He, the knife-headed creature slices the spacecraft in half, mortally injuring Barbella. Florbella kills Barbella as she relates that useless members of their society are euthanized. Damn. While Giron attacks the base where the boys are imprisoned. That's another reason why maybe they're low on population. Yes, yeah, seriously. 
Gamera awakes and renews his assault on the alien creature, ultimately ramming Giran's head into the ground. Yeah, Gammy! He just pulls him way up high in the air and then drops him, his, sticking his knife head into the ground. Yeah. Florbella attempts to flee in a rocket. Oh, yeah, there's also missiles that the... But the boys launch missiles that destroy the rocket, and she dies as a result. Damn. Mm -hmm. This boy straight up killed her. But they use these missiles a couple times earlier. And at some point, Gamera's just holding a missile. They shoot a missile. We see it go past, and Gamera's holding another missile. <laughs> Did they shoot two, and he caught one? I don't know. It's not clear to me where this missile came from. But they tell him to throw it into Giron's hole. He's, he's <laughs> launched his shuriken so there's this hole in his head. It's not really a hole, but it is. It seems more like an Air indentation. Hole. Anyway, he throws the rocket right through the hole, and it sticks in there, and then blows up, and that that's what ultimately kills him. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is what's coming up right here. Let's see. Gamera catches one of the missiles. I guess I just didn't see him catch it, and spears mm -hmm. Giron into his shuriken base. Gamera mm -hmm. uses his flame bith on Giron again, where the missile is, the missile then explodes. Cutting Giron in half, Gamera uses his flame breath to weld the alien spacecraft back together. I don't think it'd be that simple. And carries the ship with the two boys on it back to Earth. On Earth, the boys are returned to their mothers, and they all say goodbye to Gamera as she flies off into the sky. There was a whole thing, though, a B story with the girl trying to convince the two mothers. The, the little white boy's mother shows up to pick him up, and they're like, oh, he doesn't want to go home, and they're off somewhere playing. and. Girl tries to tell them what's going on, and they don't believe her. They go to the police, and the policeman believes her. And then for some reason, the scientists just show up out of nowhere. I don't know if they just detected some of the waves or what. Yeah, there's and like a, point, the scientists detect like Gamera coming, and they like look and see that he is coming, and he has a spaceship in his mouth. And yeah, so they go and find the boys' moms. Yeah, mark. at some point they start believing her and wait for Gamera to show up. And he comes back Gamera. to the same spot. Gamera. We do get more of the Gamera theme a couple times in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and he he lands and the boys get out and everybody's happy and they all lived happily ever after. Yay! <laughs> Does Gamera just fly off at the end? Yep, everyone's just like, bye! Bye, Gamera! Bye, Gamera! Thanks for being a friend to all children and just knowing That's anytime right. we need you. We love you. <laughs> Come back now, you hear? So, yeah, that's that's it. That's Gamera versus Giron. What do you think? I mean, it's fun. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's completely... I mean, Gamera's been just getting sillier and sillier as it goes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would say um, I don't like it as much as the last one, but I still liked okay. it. It was good. I think I liked the little girl more than I liked anybody in the last one. <laughs> yeah, but so. I did like the little girl, but I guess um, it just was a little bit. It, I I did like. I also like the alien babes. I like the things that they did in this movie to like make it different. Um, uh -huh. I I did enjoy it. I'm gonna say four stars for me, like because I did really like it and stuff. But I I I thought it maybe just was a touch. It got a touch more sillier than the last one, and I didn't feel like there was uh -huh. much room for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the last one was already just so silly. and It was good, though. I, I loved it. I, I really liked how um, 
the monster fights and the new monster was so wacky and weird and with his weird knife head and his fin back and it was just a very strange uh, creature. It was. Absolutely. It was absolutely insane. <laughs> so what are you gonna rate it? How many stars? Uh I say four stars, maybe three. Yeah, I'm gonna say four. Yeah, okay. All right. I think I'm going to just give it three. Nice. Uh, yeah, I it was fun. That. It was fun. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It was definitely fun. I liked the new stuff, but I liked the last one better. I, I think I just liked the, the boys better than the last one. Okay. So next week is, oh, geez, what is it? I've written it back. I had to add a movie to the list here. Hmm. It's kind of a remake of one we watched before. Oh. It's Cowboys versus Dinosaurs again. Again? The Valley of Gwangi from Uh. 1969. It doesn't appear to be streaming free anywhere, but you can buy it various places. I got it on Voodoo. I don't remember where I got it. It was on sale the other day, and I recognized Uh. it as something we were supposed to watch, so I went ahead and bought it. So, there you go. You can rent it on YouTube or Apple or Voodoo or any of those things, or you can buy it, but I don't see it free anywhere. So, sorry about that. (laughs) But, yeah, it's more, it's, uh, there's some Harryhausen in there, and it's Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. And we'll see if it's better than Beast of Hollow Mountain. Beast of Hollow Mountain. it's basically... (laughs) Yeah, it's basically a remake of Beast of Hollow Mountain. Oh, God. I remember at the time when we were talking about Beast of Hollow Mountain, the article mentioned that it was later remade or the same ideas were reused. So there we go. Yikes on a bike. (laughs) So uh, that'll be our movie for next week. And then after that is another Gamera. The Gamera versus Jigger. Uh, so thanks for joining us folks (laughs) remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements and please don't miss you science we will not see you but you will hear us next time on monster movie fun time go you've been listening to monster movie fun time go if you enjoyed the show please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice Our theme song is by the Texacato folk rock punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.